That's because I um I just get a little wild and it's time for a snack break. question for you what is that well (laughs) i would like you to take perhaps a walk down memory lane perhaps this is in recent memory but when was the last time you feel like you had really great endurance um last night when i watched several episodes by myself of the hills (laughs) 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 big yikes um no (laughs) Was it? I don't. What is the hills about? I know it's about like it's terrible. Okay, so it's like it's uh basically. Did you ever watch Laguna Beach in high school? No. Okay, good. Neither did I. Um, (laughs) but it was basically the OC, but the real version of the OC. Oh, oh God. And the hills followed Lauren Conrad's life, and yes, it's. I remember Lauren Conrad. I knew Basically, this girl in high school that like just wanted to be Lauren Conrad. So that's odd. It's um, a choice. She, she <laughs> sets really good boundaries with people. I'm not gonna lie. So that's I love interesting. That. But um, I forget about everything else in life when I'm watching this and you know foaming at the mouth. So anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> to answer your question um, more seriously. Yeah. I think the last time that I had really good endurance was right when the pandemic happened. So like right <laughs> when this, this lockdown shutdown happened because right when you didn't need it, anymore. right when I didn't need it. So we were like, oh, do we go outside like ethically? Like, what if I sneeze on the rock? Does the COVID stay there forever? Like there were all those questions. And oh, yeah we we just decided like okay we're gonna go to a crag that we know nobody's gonna be at it was april so we went to the tunnel in cloudcroft new mexico and Mm. we went there three days a week so it was like a little over an hour drive and the routes are pretty short there okay so Um, you're saying like you're talking going full on when i was a sport climber and actually sport climbing yeah which is like (laughs) never again but anyway love it it. but we were going a lot and i felt like i just had a lot of energy i could push through several routes and we're actually going there next weekend and i am scared (laughs) i'm excited for you well look at that isn't that great nice yeah but uh yeah when was the last time you felt like you had great endurance right now right this minute (laughs) um probably okay when i think about like full-on endurance lauren before i discovered becoming a powerful climber um i was well I was prepping pretty heavily for a trip a Thanksgiving trip to the Red River Gorge and I can't even remember how many years ago it was but there's this climb this is I think the like pure from pure low-end endurance perspective this is the fittest I have ever been (laughs) it was crazy I there's this route called L81 and it's like slightly overhanging like 80ish feet of just like crimp after crimp after crimp oh, after damn. crimp and they're crimps and jugs like in relatively big crimps but like it's like 12b it's long and on the last day of the trip I wanted to send it so bad I went from 
the deck to the chains nine times. And the first three times, three times in a row, I fell on the last move. And I'm like, that's nuts. And then I just kept going. And then I like one hung in a million times in a row. But it was funny because right after that, I was like doing an endurance assessment. So I took like the little seven, three repeater test where you like hang seven seconds on rest for three seconds. And I did repeaters for like four and a half minutes. (laughs) It was monster. Yeah. So I like did the test like right after I had all this like crazy, you know, just pure Red River Gorge prep endurance. It's like good to know that I can have that much endurance to like do that shit but you know I haven't been I know it's possible I have not been motivated to do like that long of sport climbing that or I have not been motivated because I didn't I wasn't like that strong like I was strong but not as strong as I am now by any means so it was just Mm. like pure spite and desire to hang on <laughs> by spite <laughs> yeah so like anyways yep. that was wild I like I'm glad I can do that uh but yeah it, the desire to train endurance like I did to be able to do that I it's gonna take me a while to want to do that again That's um yeah so it's interesting yeah, yeah but that I was wild wild thing that I did yeah um, a wild time well Before we share what we're talking about today, because it's real juicy, this Mm, is the Average Climber podcast. You are listening to a snack break. And Lauren, what are what are we talking about today? So today, so today is kind of a snack break that is also a continuation of our previous endurance episode. Um, So we are going to be talking about more specifically the 12 week progressions that you can use for endurance training as both a boulderer and a sport climber. So these will be pretty general high level overviews, but I think it's good to get an idea of how this works so that you can plan your training and consider your approach to endurance accordingly. So if you have not listened to our last big long episode about endurance, definitely go listen to that before you listen to this because otherwise you might be confused. So pause, pause, (laughs) go back and listen and then come back to here. Yes. Yeah. This is a great continuation. I'm excited to dig in. So before we do that, even so before, before Before, I have a testimonial from Ah. one of Lauren's clients this week. So uh, this is from Carolyn and she did Crush It Sport Climbing, one of Lauren's signature programs. Um, So she says, I purchased Crush It because I wanted some guidance on how to train properly. I reached out to Lauren and expressed that I still wanted to be able to climb outside weekly while also training properly to get my first 12A. I enjoyed adding a variety of ways to climb in the bouldering gym rather than just going into climb routes. I felt stronger and got my first 12A when I wasn't expecting it. I really liked how I was able to still climb outside, use the tension board, and the training was not overwhelming. I would recommend climbers who have never trained before or who have to Lauren and her programs because they are explained very well and help you accomplish your goals. Yeah. Yeah. My palms got sweaty reading that. I like, know. Yeah, me too. Climb. Yeah. Crushing it. <laughs> yeah. Carolyn crushed, crushed it. That's the point of the name. I was like, <laughs> I say this all go. the time. There we go. So yeah. Oh, <laughs> awesome. And uh, if you're like, who are these people? What's happening? Welcome. You're listening to the Average <laughs> Climber Podcast. I'm Lauren. I'm a certified personal trainer and climbing coach. And I'm here with my lovely co-host, Caitlin. I'm Caitlin, and I am a certified nutrition specialist. So 
let's dive yeah, in. Yeah, only now. seven minutes in. So if you stayed this long, yeah, that's who we are. Thank you. Oh, Thank boy. you. Well, <sighs> I know in our last episode, you had a little bit more to say about endurance progressions, and this would be for both boulders and sport climbers. So can you? Boulders need endurance. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> shit (laughs) i didn't sign up for this but can you elaborate so that i can stop (laughs) yes exactly okay so like i said i wanted to give a general overview of how to structure endurance work and we're going to just use the classic vanilla ice cream of training plans the classic (laughs) 12-week progression here um so yeah i didn't get to quite say everything i wanted to um in our last episode so we're going to we're going to dig into it caitlin which which flavor would you like to start with? Would you like to talk about bouldering or sport climbing first? Obviously bouldering because okay, I'm so with you can my tune ears out or... for the last five yeah. minutes. <laughs> exactly. That's my plan. <laughs> You're just going to log off and I'll finish the podcast. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Uh, for... <laughs> so, all right. With boulders, obviously we have slightly less need for that, you know, ability to stay on the wall for like, 15 20 30 minutes at a time right so that's just the name of the game most boulders while there are some pretty damn long boulders out there that are basically sport climbs you know there aren't really boulders that are a hundred feet high um so well well elevation sure um yeah if uh if yeah we won't even get into the um free solo situation yeah unless you're alex honnold I don't know what's going on. So <laughs> it's not perfect. bouldering. This it's is not different. bouldering. Next. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah. If you want to play semantics, play somewhere else. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So with boulders, my big goal for my boulders is that I want to build them some work capacity. So what that means is I want you to have the ability that when you go in for your bouldering sessions, whether they're inside or outside, that you can sustain pretty hard efforts over a long period of time. And that means, and I mean that in terms of, I want you to be able to try really hard on your project quite a few times. So for example, Mm -hmm. I, when I was out, or shout out our last uh, podcast cast, Chelsea, but you know, she, when she was working a V9, I believe it's called Gription, she got so close. It was so sick. But she was able to put in 17 quality burns <gasps> on this boulder um, oh my God, in a day, which is a lot. Wow. And it's not like the longest, longest boulder ever, but it's definitely not like a two-move wonder by any means. And, you know, yeah. so you want the ability to be able to put in a lot of quality burns in a row because if you're driving, if you are only getting to it like one day a week, you don't want to be gassed after three good attempts, right? So that's one big thing. Or on the contrary, even if you're not working on a project, you want to be able to climb hard all day. So if there's like a million B3s and B4s you want to be able to do in a new place, you want to have the work capacity to do that. So that's a big, that's kind of like one thing I want my boulders to have. And then secondary thing we want boulders to have is obviously once you are doing the project and you do need to be able to give, you know, an effort that is throughout the entire duration of the boulder and like we said some boulders are pretty damn long and you end up being on the boulder for like 90 plus seconds because they're long or even if it's a shorter boulder you do want to have the power endurance to achieve all of those hard moves in a row whether it's five hard moves in a row or 20 hard moves in a row right so the way I typically progress my boulders and I kind of you kind of so if I'm going to do this like as a very generic four-week block breakdown first four weeks we are just going to work on your capacity so we are going to be just going for 
doing a lot of hard moves, extending the duration that you can keep doing hard moves in a session. Very simple. Let's try to get a lot of hard bouldering done in your training sessions. Um, and I won't go into the specifics of that because otherwise we could be here all day. And this is a snack break. <laughs> okay. So that's like, so first four-ish weeks, we're focused on work capacity. Second four-ish weeks, we will be working on, we will continue to work on work capacity, but we're also going to start sprinkling in some of that endurance work that's going to like maybe keep you. So we're going to start a sprinkle of power endurance. Also, this is only one way to do it. There's lots of ways to, uh, there's lots of ways vanilla. So yeah, there's many flavors. Yeah. (laughs) You can add like, you know, there's the moose tracks version of this and there's the, Oreo version of this. So, you know, whatever. You get what I'm saying? So I'm just, this is an overview. So then you might start sprinkling in like a little bit of power endurance work, but we're still going to be trying to build that work capacity. And your work capacity sessions might turn from, let's see how many hard boulders we can do in a session, or let's like make, you know, make this go as long as possible and turn that into, you know, just for example's sake. So maybe at the beginning of that block, you're like, I can do 15 hard boulder laps in a session and at the end you're like I can do 20 to 25 so then we take those like 20-ish boulders in our second block and we're going to try to make them even harder so if you're averaging like v4-ish we want to be like okay let's make it like 15 to 20 boulders but let's make them like v4 to v5-ish so then we're going to up the intensity and also start working a little bit on power endurance then in your last four weeks you might you're going to like keep the work capacity topped off but you're also going to go more into detail with your power endurance work. Uh, So that might look like four by fours. That might look like doing boulder doubles. And your power endurance selection is really going to depend on like what your goal boulders look like. Or if you just are just, you don't have any specific goals, that's totally fine. But you'll just like work more on power endurance so that you can string that long series of moves together that are really hard, right? So Caitlin, do you have any questions about that? It's hard to be high level on these things, but I'm trying to just give a nice glazed donut version. (laughs) You gave, I think, a strawberry frosted with sprinkles donut version. Uh, We're very desserty today. (laughs) I'm so hungry right now. (laughs) That might be it. Yeah, it is close to dinner time as we're recording this. So, (laughs) I yeah, I'm I'm thinking about that pie that's in my fridge right now. I'm gonna go eat that. Um, Mm. Anyway. I don't have any questions, but I wanted to tell you that I think that right now this is something that I'm struggling with. Ooh. And I've Because noticed, building capacity sucks. Ugh, I hate <laughs> it so, so hard. much. <laughs> I don't sport climb that often because of this. So, <laughs> But I've noticed that instead of... So something I always complained about when maybe like years zero to five in my climbing... I was never strong enough, but I had a ton of work capacity. Mm. I could throw myself. Like you could go forever, but when things got yeah. really intense, it was hard. Okay. Yeah. Like I couldn't do like the lock off move or like that last weird like mantle or something funky because I just didn't have the strength. But now I'm finding it is the opposite. And it's 
probably because in the past I did a lot of work capacity training, whereas mm-hmm. now I'm almost exclusively doing a lot of like strength and yeah, just do like, I'm going to do three hard yeah. moves and then sit for five minutes, which is good. We need that too. But yeah, yeah but it's, it's hard to get back to the capacity uh, type work. I'll, I'll when. get there eventually. I'm more motivated, but I'm definitely finding that that's like the big challenge when I go outside because I'll get, you know, like three or four tries in and by the last try I'm powering way down and that's a really foreign thing because I used to have to set myself to seven because I Mm. knew I could go forever and now I'm like I hope I can get three (laughs) side work (laughs) capacity tip I did not plan to discuss this but I think it's really helpful so one thing is like if you're getting back out because let's be real if you're doing like these gym sessions in the afternoon after your work is done and you know, you're climbing for two hours or whatever, that's good. And you can definitely fit a lot of volume in that time, but obviously it's very different from a whole ass, like eight hour day out at the crag where you can be climbing all day. Like it's just like, and there's a hike and there's all this stuff. Right. So one thing I would say to you is like, if you're getting back into outdoor climbing and you're like going to be climbing outside consistently, like, you know, maybe you're going like once a week or once every two weeks, I would, highly recommend at the beginning of your season so let's say you're like trying something hard and you're like kind of like how Caitlin's describing where you're like I did three or four attempts on something really hard and now I'm tired instead of being like I'm tired and I'm calling it quits for today this is how you build work capacity so that you can have more goes go to something easy and then like Mm. do it a few more times so if you're a sport climber that might look like going and doing two or three laps on something that's like really sub-maximal and like mm. cool down level for you so if you're like a 512 climber go get on like a 59 or a 10a and like toss a couple laps in or put in like a last ditch i'm gonna try to on-site something when i'm tired effort right like go do something that will be doable and not super hard so you can build that because eventually those like few laps on something easy will turn into work capacity to have, you know, another attempt Mm. on something hard. So side tip, and you can do that with sport climbs or boulders. I just gave the sport climbing example, but you know, like go put some laps in on like a fun, easy boulder where you're like, this is fun. I'm having a good time, even though you're like, my skin's on fire. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's, that's a good point. Well, but speaking of sport climbing, what do you have to say about that? Ooh, okay. So for my sport climbers, I'll give you slightly more complicated progression not by too much um and it follows a very similar shape but so with work with sport climbers and this really depends on how much like endurance work we need to do with the climber uh, but a lot of times sport climbers love endurance work and endurance isn't necessarily the issue but in any case this is the general progression and like I said, case by case may vary, but so you're going to start with some work capacity type sessions first, very similar to what I described as for boulders. So copy paste, you want to be able to do a lot of hard moves in a session. I also think this is particularly important for sport climbers, especially if they haven't trained strength or power a lot, because a lot of y'all really like to, you're like endurance training. I'll do a thousand laps on pretty easy terrain. No, no. I want you to be able to do a lot of hard moves in a session. Um, so get on those boulders and get your work capacity endurance type work done on the boulders, right? Um, So I think that's a really useful tool because you will be building a little bit more general strength than you would with just like continuously climbing something that's really easy for you. Um, Then, so that's like your first four-ish week block. Work on your work capacity. Second block, we might start adding in some low end endurance work. And this is kind of this, so, and that's going to look like doing some pretty easy things um, I will link to this, but there's, you know, this 
It's called rhythm intervals. I'm not going to get into it, but this is something that's like quick and easy that you can add to the end of, you know, like a bouldering session or something like that to start just working on a little bit of that continuous climbing at a relatively easy level type endurance because that is fairly it's useful for both boulders and sport climbers but for sport climbers um you know we definitely need to be able to stay on the wall for more than five minutes right um so kind of that like recovery level climbing but adding some of that in is going to be good so you'll keep working on work capacity you might make your work capacity you know so for example one progression i commonly use is i'll have boulders with like doing boulders on a two minute clock and then we'll kind of have a trance. So that'll be like you do a boulder problem and then you probably rest for like 60 to 90 seconds, do another boulder problem. So you have a decent amount of rest and you're doing pretty hard moves. Then we move to every minute on the minute in our second four week block. And that's going to be a lot harder because you get less yep. rest and it's going to feel more power endurancey, but it's still going to have some rest to it versus like. I'm going to keep doing, you know, a full on four by four where you do not rest at all. Right. So that's kind of the idea is like you reduce the rest as you go and turn it more. So you kind of start out with, I'm doing a lot of hard moves. And then by the end of your 12 week training cycle, you've turned it into, I'm continuously doing a lot of hard moves and training like full on power endurance. So that's kind of the gradient we're following as like a very general. Yeah general thing so it seems easy enough honestly yeah. like I think maybe speaking for myself that I <laughs> maybe make a mountain out of a molehill um so that that could be part of it but so well another thing I want to say here too is that like some of these things like as I'm talking about this this is for someone who has like a little bit of training experience like this is we, and I think we have plans to do a periodization episode. So what I'm talking about is kind of like periodized and organized in terms of endurance development. If you've never really trained at all, it's likely you can make things even less complicated. And like for some of you that are like, I boulder and I want to sport climb better. You could just, you could make it as simple as I'm going to sport climb once a week for the first six weeks. And then the second six weeks, I'm going to sport climb twice a week. <laughs> right. Imagine so like, that. You don't have to, like, this is so caveat here, you don't have to make it this complicated. But, you know, once you are a more advanced athlete or someone that has trained before or someone that has, like, specific goals, this is kind of what better can look like if you're trying to be smart about it. So. Nice. Well, is there anything else that you want to point out or bring up today? Yes. Okay. So while we're talking about this, I know I mentioned power endurance a lot. Um, Again, go back and listen to our previous episode. If you're like, there's a lot of words I don't know. Listen to the previous episode. <laughs> I don't understand. That um, was step one. That was the lesson. Yes. So quick thing. I want to point out a couple of things about power endurance training, just because like climbers love to say, I need more power endurance or whatever. Um, and they love it. And then they also love to do it all the time. So You'll notice that in these progressions, we are not really doing full on, like highly intense, you know, stay on the wall for 60 to 90 seconds, doing really, really, really hard move type power and power endurance training all the time. Power and stern power and oh, Christ, I've just been <laughs> chatting a lot. Power endurance training is the icing on the cake. It is the cherry on top of a good base of work capacity and strength. So. Don't try to be blasting power endurance all year round. It's really hard on your body and really hard on your nervous system. And if you try to do it 12 months out of the year, you're going to feel like shit. 
Um, and it's also not going to work out very well. So And the icing and the cake ratio, very needs important. needs to be right. Yes. It needs to be correct because mm-hmm. more of one than the other does not, it doesn't work. No. So. If you do too much icing, Paul Hollywood's going to pop his head <laughs> out from beside the tension board Call and be you like, dodgy or why have you been doing some stodgy four by fours for so many months? Hmm. It's... Um, the fifth month in a row of you doing four by four. That's not what Paul Hollywood sounds like. Um, I'm sorry, yeah, Paul he's Hollywood. Um, way more Scottish than that. Yeah, well, I just have like one default trash British accent setting. Also, I'm so sorry to any of our listeners that have nice accents. I do apologize. Yeah, we're, um, I you shouldn't be surprised. Well, or I mean, we have accents to you, right? I don't know. I don't Anyways, know. okay. Anyways, power endurance mistakes. So I did want to mention a few things. So another like big category of mistakes I see people make. This is like the makes me this this makes me want to die when I hear it. I have a vertical. This is like the this is stupid. I'm sorry. This is dumb. <laughs> um, okay, but so like people will be like, well, I have a vertical project. So if I can hang on when it's really steep on jugs, the vertical project will feel easy. Mm. Mm, okay, so <laughs> so. No, <laughs> because you so sweating like, no, yeah, I'm like, don't don't <laughs> do that Uh, because you you want to, you know, make sure that your training actually looks like what you're going to be doing. Um, So like, don't be doing steep juggy four by fours if your project is vertical. So things I want you to think about when you're looking at, you know, like, look at what kind of climbing you'll generally be trying to prepare for. It doesn't have to be a specific project, but like if you're going to be climbing on, you know, vertical faces, then, you know, steep jugs is like not going to be the best preparation. So think about how long your climbs are going to be generally. Are they like long or are they super short? Are they like really sustained or are we going like boulder rest, boulder rest? Uh, again, what what angles are you going to be on? What hold types are you going to be on? What's the style of movement? Are you doing like a lot of dead pointing? Is it really slow? Are you going to need to be super dynamic and punchy? Um, and also the last thing I want to mention is like, don't miss out on trying to climb well while you are very, very tired. Um, so take videos of yourself while you're doing your power endurance work because if you're, you know, the last, you know, eight moves of your climb are super precise or there's like a really hard section you're going to have to do when you're tired. You do not want to be like sloppy slapping when the precision has to be on. (laughs) Right. Like, so make sure that you're trying to learn. And this is something I personally need to work on too, but we need to be trying to climb really well when we're tired. Like if you watch pro climbers, you'll look at them and be like, they didn't even look pumped the whole time, but you can tell they feel awful because they're screaming and then they get off the wall and you're like, wow, you floated that. That looked easy the whole time. And then they'll be like, well, I felt like shit starting at the third bolt, but I just kept going. So do you know, know. (laughs) no one here knows our friend Chris, but Lauren knows our friend Chris. Chris, perfect example. He looks beautiful the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, he climbs like a graceful. He like butterflies on the wall. Yeah, he butterflies up the wall. He butterflies up the wall. (laughs) He's like, I've seen him make a mistake one time. That's a joke, but like, it looks. I don't think I ever have to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe his mistakes. I'm like, wow, you fell so intentionally. (laughs) Yeah, and he he'll get off the wall and be like, oh, that was really hard. I was like, it was. Yeah, Chris will like come down and be like, I felt like 
horrible the whole time. I thought it was going to come off every move. And we're like, that looked what? great. So you want to be like that, right? Where you're yeah. like keeping it together even when you're really tired and it does not climb feel like great. And that's what you... Butterfly. Yes. Climb, yeah. Learn how to like climb well when you are tired. Um, So an important thing I wanted to mention about endurance training in general. But yeah, make sure your endurance training like makes sense for what you're doing. Don't just... You know, do, do some it. do something where you're like, oh, I'm going to do like power endurance training where I'm on the wall for 45 minutes at a time, which never mind mm-hmm. that that sounds meh anyway. But like, don't do that if you're climbing something that's like 45 feet tall. Right. So just like yeah. use your brain. Try to make things make sense. Um, that makes sense. And I <laughs> I'm going to use this to tie into my announcement. So. um, So, yeah, we'll wrap it up there, I think. But. Speaking of making things make sense. So that's one thing that I noticed about like a lot of pre-written climbing programs, especially when I like, you know, was a consumer of climbing training programs before I start like writing my own and becoming a coach. I was like, this seems generally good, but I know I'm getting ready to go on this trip for this kind of climbing. And this just doesn't yeah, seem like it makes sense. Specific they're general what you're doing yeah right but which is fine too general <laughs> yeah in some cases I found that I was like frustrated with how general they are so when I wrote my self-guided training programs um, especially when it comes to the power endurance I guide you through how to figure out what power endurance is going to make the most sense for your goals so you have options you can pick things that make sense for your goals um, and that is included in both my Crush It Sport Climbing Program and my Crush It Bouldering Program. And as a reminder, tomorrow, May 5th, is the final day to fill out the surveys for the self-guided training plans and get in on the fun raffles we are doing. So if you haven't filled that out, make sure you do. I want your feedback about what you want to see in these programs, what updates you want to see, what is helpful for you, and all of that. So make sure to give me your feedback because I want to make the programs as amazing as I can for you. Caitlin, do you have any reminders you want to give the people? Just a quick reminder that I am officially booked for all of May and part of June, but yep. So uh, those are filling up quick. So if you are looking for some support with your nutrition, and I will say that right now, a lot of people are starting new training blocks. So if you- Summer is the time to train for fall. Get your nutrition dialed in now. Exactly. So (laughs) I have only a handful of spots left for both June and July. So, you know, book a call. Let's chat. I'd love to hear what's been going on and also let you know how I can help. So- I'm here for you. (laughs) Love it. I love that. That is awesome. Sick. Okay. Well, I think we'll wrap it up there. As always, you can support us on Patreon and make sure to rate us and review us and tell your friends about us because it helps us out a ton. Okay. Sure does. I think that's it. And until next time, keep keep it. Average. We're just trying to. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs)